All right, all right. Welcome to the podcast. I'm here with one of my best friends, Yasin Saibu. We used to live together in New York, actually. Yasin, yes, you want to give uh, kind of like a brief background about yourself? Yeah, for sure, man. So we met in New York. No, we didn't meet in New York. We, we met in Miami. We, met, we in Miami. met in Miami, and we lived together in New York for a year. Yep. So this was what, August 2021? To August 2022. Yep. Very nice pad. Yep. A lot of stories. We'll have, we'll have some stories we'll to tell you guys. stories to tell. But yeah, a bit about myself. I'm Yassine. I'm actually Canadian. I grew up in Montreal. And I'm the founder of a nine-figure fintech called Parker. So what we do is essentially a digital bank for e-commerce brands, e-com businesses. And the main product we offer is a corporate card. Amazing. Amazing. And Yassine, I know a lot of people. I would say Yassine is hands down one of my smartest friends. And so we've been talking about just getting on a podcast and just talking because we, we do this stuff on like a phone call nonstop, yeah, yeah, yeah. like once a week. Well, we'll just talk for like an hour or two about some of the stuff where we're like, man, here's what I learned. Here's what I wish I knew. And we talk to each other about like business advice, personal advice, girls, you name it. And I figured, why not bring that to the world? Because a lot of the stuff we're solving is relevant to 99.9% of males out there. Yeah, I agree. That's exactly the idea. The, essentially, the idea is we were like, we're on the phone. We're like, bro, all these conversations we're having, if we don't put them out to the world, they're useless, right? Yeah. And a big reason why we want to do this is we were thinking, fuck, man, what if we knew this shit when we were 18 years old? Imagine if right now, that conversation could be heard by our 17 or 18 year old self, right? Yeah. So now we're both in our late 20s. There's all these experiences we've had. And we know that, wow, if only we can go back and give ourselves a blueprint, then how amazing it would be. So this is really for people in their late teens, early 20s, who want to get to where we are today. And even faster amount of time than we did it in, right? Because yeah. we always say, we're like, man, like if I took myself under my wing at 17, I'd be able to get to where I am today at 19. And that's something I really believe, right? Because yeah. we were just kind of navigating the world blind, trying to figure out, all right, is it, do I work on this business? Do I work on this idea? Uh, should I build a tech company, an info product? You know, how important is fitness? So when you're young, you're just kind of confused, you know, it's like, you're not too sure what the right things to do are. Should I go to an Ivy League college? Should I drop out? And now we've, now we kind of know, to be honest. Yeah. We know, we know what it looks like to have a successful 20s. We know what it looks like to feel good. You know, we see, we see some of our friends. We see how different decisions you make in life, how it impacts the kind of life you end up with. And so we want to share it. We want to share it with everyone. Absolutely. And when you're young, you can spend, when you're young, you treat time as a luxury. You think you have all the time in the world and you'll spend years doing things that you shouldn't be doing, going around in circles. And then one day you'll wake up when you're 30, 40, and you'll be like, where did that time go? Why didn't I achieve my goals? hundred percent. People could spend years of their lives going around in circles. It's fucking crazy, man. Crazy. Like we've seen it with a lot of people. Like 100%. Working on the same business ideas for five, six, seven years, going around in circles, not making progress. It's 
it's a crazy reality to see and it could easily be avoided if you just have the right blueprint. But like, yo, speaking of time, actually, I think this is, this is something we should talk about. It's like, how should you actually think about time? Right? Cause I think when you're 18, 19, 20, 21 years old and you're very young, usually the way people think about time is they think, Oh, I'm 18. I'm young. Oh, I'm 20. I'm young. The way I think about time is I almost think about it like the the time of my death is already determined, right? If you look at any grave, what does every grave have? Has it has name, the name, birth date, death. death date. So I go about life assuming that that death date is already set. So when I think about my age, even now, 27, 28, I'm not like, oh, 27 years. I'm 27 years old. I'm a young man. I think, wow. 27 years have already passed. 28 years have already passed. And so when you're 18, 19, 20, if you think about it in terms of, wow, 18 years have already gone by. That's since I was born. That's a lot of years, right? How could I use my time effectively to get what I want out of life? And we can talk about essentially what those things are that you want because I think people get confused on what those things are, but they're actually pretty simple when you really break them down. 100%. 100%. And here's where I don't agree with Gary V. Because Gary V is always like, you have time. You have time. It's never too late. And that's what people want to hear. It just feels good, right? You have time. It's never too late to get started. But the truth is, is there is a time clock ticking. There if is. you don't get started now, if you don't have that urgency, you're going to run out of time. Yes. And you need to really, really think that... Whenever you wake up, you need to be just grateful that you're fucking alive and that you're getting another chance. You can't be like, oh, I'm young. It doesn't matter. I have all the time in the world. No, that's fucking bullshit. I have childhood friends who've already passed, you know? Like, we're lucky to have made it this far. Yeah. Not everyone gets to, gets to live that long. That's just the reality. So given that you have a finite amount of time, so here's the thing. I agree that it's never too late, but... I dis- that doesn't mean that you shouldn't start right away. That doesn't mean that you should procrastinate, right? Right? Because let's say you get, let's say you get to thirty or thirty-five, even forty-five, right? And you realize that you fucked up. What are you gonna do? Are you just gonna keep fucking up, or are you gonna change? It's obviously better for you to change. But having said that, you can make the right choices early on, where you don't get in that position of regret, right? Regret is not. I mean. You'll hear people say, oh, everybody has regrets. Yes, there's some truth to that. But some people definitely don't have as much regrets as others, right? That's not something you necessarily have to live with if you make the right hard choices. And actually, Ray Dalio, founder of Bridgewater, has a great quote on this, right? It's hard choices, easy life, easy choices, hard life. And I think that's just very, very true, right? When it comes down to discipline around exercise, discipline around business, uh, discipline around career choices, right? Making the difficult choices. Like when I look back at when I was starting out the business, it was fucking crazy. Like I looked like a crazy person doing it, but I knew at that moment when I was 20, 21 years old, I was like, hey, if I never pursue this and I don't pursue it now, I know that this is something that I'm going to regret. Because that drive and hunger was so strong. Like, dude, like, the hunger at the time, 
I was like a, it was like I was in a famine. That's how hungry I was. It was like, imagine going without food for a week. That's how hungry I felt about starting a tech company. So I knew that was something I was going to regret not doing. And I just, just went for it. Yeah. And I truly believe one of the biggest reasons for unhappiness is people having regrets and not doing the things that they wish they would have done, right? Like if people only did that, the amount of happy people we'd have in this world would be significantly greater. And so because of that, and there's, there's a study on this, right? There's a female caretaker in Australia and basically she worked at this nursing home and she worked with people on their deathbeds and she interviewed people and she would ask people what their biggest regrets were before they died. And that number one thing was the number one said thing across all people was I wish I lived a life that I wish I lived a life that was meaningful for me and not of what others wanted for me. Mm. And so it's, and again, it comes down to urgency. It comes down to limiting beliefs, right? Why can't I do certain things or why can't I pursue some certain things, right? You, you said like, oh, maybe I'll do this once I'm 35 and I've saved up enough. But what people don't understand is by the time you get to that point in time, you may have a completely different worldview in, in life. And the order you get, the less risk you will take. That's just a fact. And so when you don't start now, that's what's going to create regret because you'll, you may never end up one day pursuing what you actually wanted to do. Yeah, that's actually very interesting. So, okay, so I'm curious to hear from you on this. What do you think people regret? Like, what do you think a young man should do to avoid regrets? Because I, I have ideas on this and I'm, I'm curious to hear. 100%. I believe it comes down to the three main aspects, which is your health, your wealth, and relationships. So health, right? If you are a young man, there is no reason why you should not be physically healthy and look like you're in shape, like you're strong, like you work out, right? You, have, you get one body in this life. So if you don't do that, people might say, oh, I don't care about the gym, but you're not going to be able to look like what you can look like in your 20s and 30s, even 40s and onwards later in life just because you neglected your health for who knows, work. Maybe you neglected it for a girl. And so health is a big one. Wealth is obviously one of the biggest ones, right? Not taking that risk to pursue what you want to do, to start a business, to, you know, like whatever thing you wanted to do to make more money versus work in this nine to five that you don't enjoy. If you don't take that risk, people will regret that. And the final thing is the relationships, right? I see so, so many people settle in their relationships. So it could be the first girl they meet, mm -hmm. right? It's because they're scared. They have, they have social anxiety. They don't approach that cute girl that they actually liked. And now they spend the next five years thinking, what if? Friendships too. Friendships too. Like wasting a lot of time with the wrong friends who aren't aligned. I have a bit of a different view on this than you do. So it's actually would be considered part of your third one. And I would say that it's what's super important to cultivate at a young age is a healthy relationship with yourself. So when I was 17, 18, I was definitely way too harsh on myself. So I was way too harsh. 
I would fucking make myself study 15, 16 hours a day thinking if I don't work this hard, I'm going to regret it. But in hindsight, I would have told myself like, dude, the most important thing for you right now is to develop a healthy amount of self-love, self-respect, and self-belief. So I think for me, that's just number one. Like I think the foundation, the foundation really to avoid, avoid creating these regrets is not having this relationship with yourself where you hate yourself because what happens when a human being hates themselves, right? They start enacting and doing things that reflect that inner state. So in a lot of examples I've seen, it's um, people will like, you know, in America with the college culture, people will like hate themselves for not going to the right college, right? Which doesn't matter. And then they'll waste years of their lives like pounding themselves for not going to the right school. Just like, dude, just let go. It doesn't matter that much, yeah. you know? Or like pounding themselves for not getting the right grades. We know now, dude, when's the last, last fucking time you thought about your grades? You never think never, about it, you know? Never. And this is, I was a pretty good student too in high school uh, for whatever time I spent in college. I studied, was studying honors physics, you know, like hard majors. Larry, doesn't matter. You don't think about it. So I think, I think step one to not having regrets is developing the self-love. Because if you develop the self-love, then by nature of loving yourself, I think these other things will come easy, right? If you love yourself, you're going to take care of your body, right? Like, you're not going to look at yourself in the mirror and you'll you'll look at your body. You'll be look at the one body you have and you'll say, wow, this is a temple. I need to really take care of this. This is the body I have to take me through life. When it comes down to careers, you're not going to let yourself take on a career that's not the right fit. You're going to think, hey, um, let me just take the risk of starting the business I want to start or let me go be a content creator. Let me try these things. You're going to give yourself permission to do these things, right? When you, do, when you lack that confidence, when you lack that self-love, you're not going to give yourself permission to do any of those things, right? Because you're like, oh, I'm some dumb fuck. Like, I'm going to go, I don't know, do like no, this thing do I don't this. want to. I can't this do person this. has X, Y, and Z. X, Y, Z, and you have like self-limiting beliefs. I, I, I remember having that. I remember, I, I remember when I got into Y Combinator and the biggest shock for me was like, oh, what the fuck? This whole time, I thought, you know, I didn't go to the right schools. They're going to care about this. They're going to care about that. And it didn't fucking matter. It literally didn't matter. I remember getting into Y Combinator first try. We get the call from the YC partner. It's like, hey, you guys got in. You know, Milan, my co-founder. I was just like, what the fuck? That was a huge identity crisis for me. Because I remember at the time thinking, oh, wow, like, I went all these years thinking I couldn't do this, achieve this goal, and I was just completely fucking wrong. And it's it's the worldview that's created for you when you're young yeah. because you're not able to think and create your own worldview of what's actually reality. Mm. And so what ends up happening is you you have this worldview of what everyone else is telling you, your teachers, your parents, what, your friends. what your friends yeah. value, right, which is grades. In, in high school, it's getting good grades to get to a good college, right? You're looking around at everyone come junior year of high school. 
everyone's applying, you're looking at your grades, your SAT scores, and you're stressed out, right? It's a value system. Exactly, right? And then um, what, what was the other thing you just talked about? YC? Yeah, getting yeah. into YC. Exactly, right? Like it's none of this stuff actually matters. The times I was stressed that I failed tests <laughs> or, oh my God, I, I couldn't think twice about any of that. No one's, no one. It just doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Just move on and move on to the next thing. Yeah. Like, I've seen so many people develop this just self-hate because they weren't getting what they want. And that self-hate just, it's just a vicious cycle where it snowballs over years and years and years. And then they convince themselves that they can't do anything in life. And they're basically crippled, right? They've crippled themselves into the system where it's like, no, actually... You know, if you're persistent, you keep going after a goal, you're probably going to get there if you're doing the right steps, right? Like we're not, like one thing I've learned too is the outcome a lot of the times is almost guaranteed if you're taking the right steps. Like if you're young and healthy and you're doing the right lifts at the gym three, four times a week, you're doing cardio, you're counting your calories and you do that over a period of time, you're going to get fit. It's the same thing with business, right? If, you know, in the case of building a tech company, a tech startup, if you're talking to customers and building a product that they want and you're growing, adding on more customers, you're going to build a scaled business. That's just how it works. You know, I think it's, it's probably the same for you and info. Yeah, one thing I do want to get into is how do you actually think about your career? Because I think that um, I think that when people are young, they you'll often hear them speak about passion, like I'm looking for what I'm interested in, as if there's like this thing they're going to do that brings them euphoria. But reality doesn't work like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. In reality, it's more utilitarian. It's more like, I need to find something that, yes, I enjoy doing, but that can create the lifestyle that I want. I, I believe it. you need to balance what you're looking for when it comes to choosing a career that you like because it can't just be full scale on the spectrum of I'm 10 out of 10, I love doing this, yeah. but then zero out of 10 on the spectrum of how much money I can make here. Unless you just truly don't care about money, but at the end of the day, you do need to be in some sort of bracket income-wise to actually live a good life. Yeah. I would say I'm more utilitarian about it. Like, it's true and false. Like, when I was younger, right, I was, I definitely knew at a young age that I wanted to build a tech company because I thought, one, with technology, you can really change the way society functions and the way humans interact with the world. And two, is obviously very lucrative. If you look at, all the biggest things in the world right now, their outcome is, they're literally outcomes of technology businesses, right? Technology companies. And I think it's for a reason because if you think about like how much value Uber adds to the life of you and all the people you know, it's tremendous. And that's what I was trying to achieve. But when I do think about what I'm working on and how to structure businesses like cash flowing businesses versus more net worth like businesses like Parker, I do think about it in a pretty utilitarian way, which is like, 
how do I understand what customers want, what the market wants, and how do I deliver that to them? And I tend to keep myself out of the equation. The only way I keep myself into the equation is more so thinking practically about what is it that I know that others don't know where I can have an edge building this business. And that's how I think about it. But it's never like, wow, doing this thing gives me this like euphoric, (laughs) this euphoric feeling. I, I definitely, I think about it in the same way you do now, but in the beginning, I definitely did not. Okay. Because in the beginning, when I first was trying to figure out what to do with my career, it was only money, 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 right? Mm-hmm. How do you make money? And so like trading doesn't really bring value to the world, right? But you can make good money trading. So that was kind of my first stab at it is like I was primarily focused on money. But I think as you start to make money, as you start to pursue things, you, you end up looking for some bigger purpose, right? And so then that's what created Stock Navigators um, and, you know, and the businesses that we're starting from that. Yeah, that I agree with. It's like Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Like in the beginning, it's like, dude, if you're not making any money, just solve your cash flow yeah. problem, your personal cash flow problem first, yeah. which you can solve pretty, not easily, but definitely in a very doable way with like, a number of things you can start an agency you can what else what are the what are the, the basic things agency agency e-com. high ticket sales i mean there's so much stuff you can do online now to make money right like you could even start off as a video editor you can consultant even there's people consulting on just different niches out there so whatever it is i feel like you can make you can make 10K a month from home, basically doing whatever you want. That's an online skill if you build towards it. And I think you can get there in six months. So. Yeah, I agree. I think six months, entirely doable. Okay. So what are, what are the topics we have? I want to make okay. sure we, so we have frameworks for life. What we wish we knew at X age, college versus no college. The five people you surround yourself with, how to think of time, which I think we did. Yeah. What should you focus on? Okay, I think what we can do is we can give frameworks for life and then we can give like a like a daily blueprint of what you should do every day if you're 18. So yeah. it's like, okay, so here's what I would do if I were 18 years old. If I were 18 years old, this is basically what I would tell myself. I would actually break life down to very, very clear first principles in a way that is so like dummy proof, easy to understand that anyone could get it. So I'd say one, you have no control over the passage of time. So let go of the things you can't, you don't control. However, you can decide what you're going to do in a day and life is lived one day at a time. And so you have to learn how to master your day And you have to understand what you need to fit in into that day so that every day is successful and you're compounding these days. And if you make sure that every day is successful, then you will just have the outcomes you want. So here's what I think the foundations are. So number one is get into the right sleep regimen. 
So my sleep was very fucked up at that age. And I actually only found a solution to my sleep recently. And this is how I fixed it. So I would tell myself, one, set an alarm at the time you want to wake up, whether it's 6, 7, 8 a.m., doesn't matter. By the way, the whole idea of waking up at 4 a.m. to be successful at business is complete bullshit. You can, you can wake up whenever you want. It's not correlated. Um, but I would set an alarm early in the morning, definitely before 10, though, so like probably around 8, 7.30. First thing I would do, glass of water, get sun, and eat breakfast. I was doing intermittent fasting for the fucking longest time. And for someone like me who had trouble sleeping, it's the worst thing ever. Eating breakfast fixed my sleep. So having a lean protein meal in the morning. So that's what I would, would, literally like stuff that's so simple like this is what I tell myself. So one, you need to work on that. So you need to make sure you have a good sleep regimen, wake up early, get a lean protein breakfast, and then... The pillar to having a good life is your health. So I would get all the health-related activities first thing in the morning. That's run and exercise and meditation. So I would just tell myself, hey, just go sit down 15 minutes. Even if it seems stupid at first, just sit down there, close your eyes, focus on your breath, put a timer, just sit there for 10, 15 minutes a day. Then I would do my daily reading. And then... You know, if I exer- if I ate, maybe wait a couple hours before I exercise, do that. And then I would start filling in the work and the social life stuff. And then we can go into what kind of work I would actually do at that age. Very nice. So mine is pretty different from yours, which is interesting to hear. Okay. So the framework for life I wish I knew at 18 is to keep things simple and routine. Basically reduce complexity and just double down on simplicity. And so for me, what the routine that I found where I really basically, when I was in monk mode, so to speak. So for me, the routine that helped me a lot was going to bed at the same time every night. So going to bed, same time, waking up the same time every single day. Very, very key. And in order for you to pursue wealth and money and go all in for that, you need to solve your health and your sleep first. So you and I are Yeah, we agree. We agree. agree. That we align on. Yeah. And so for me, though, I didn't have any issues with intermittent fasting. Intermittent fasting for me was, was game changer because when I used to eat in the mornings, I would get tired. Mm. And so my morning routine, it's more complex now, but in the early days when you have no money, this is the morning routine that you need. You just need to go to bed and wake up at the same time. It doesn't matter if it's 5 a.m. or if it's at 8 a.m. Just make sure it's at the same time that you wake up every single day and that you go to bed. And then what you do is you should work out first thing in the morning and just get your workout done with the day. Because what ends up happening is if you work out later in the day and you're so focused on work, you might be tired or you're procrastinating and you push it off. So for me, boom, first thing in the morning, work out, get out of the way. After that, shower, because then boom, you're going to be awake from your shower. Sit down, meditate for 10, 15 minutes, and then you start your work day and you just go all in. So that was basically the most simple routine that I found 
that really boosted my productivity when I when I was grinding on on business in the early days. Yeah, it's like because when I think about that topic of what I wish I knew at eighteen, it's it's actually a very complex topic because there's more than one thing, right? It's like breaking down into mindset. It's like different on mindset, and then there's routines, right? It's like now we're talking about the practical shit. But in terms of mindset, I don't know if you're recording, but in terms of mindset, it's like you need to understand that everything around you is just made up by other people. Oh, he has your phone. That's like a core belief you need to have because, and this actually comes from Steve Jobs, because once you understand that, you realize that you can also be one of the people in the world that creates and invents new things and that you don't have to be some fucking NPC. You can be like an action hero in the world and that's your choice, right? And the other thing to also understand is like, yo, bro, honestly, probably 99% of the people around you are fucking naysayers. Most people around you are probably convincing you that you can't be what you want to be. And that's a complete lie, you know? So those are actually in terms of mindset, those are... Like when I look back, those are the likely realities. The likely realities you have to understand. You have to internalize that whatever people have laid out for you, so whatever the school system has laid out for you, whatever your parents have laid out for you, is likely not going to get you one of what you want out of life. And if you want to go after the things you really want, you're going to need a different blueprint. That's number one. So if you stay in the same silo, the same funnel, the same... I'm going to go to high school, graduate, go to college, then get a job and do this. And I'm not going to exercise. I'm not going to do this shit. You're going to get the same results as everybody else. Now, if you look at everybody else and you say, it's good life, which it actually it is in some cases, you know, like definitely easier to be a software engineer at Google making 400K a year than like, you know, s- starting from scratch. But if you want something different, you can't expect to get different results doing what everyone else is doing. That's number one. Number two, I would tell myself, everyone around you is basically a naysayer. Don't try to convince the people around you of your ideas. Just fucking go and start now. Like, don't try to convince a friend to start something with you. You're not going to convince them. Most of the people around you are just bought into this track life and you're going to waste your time trying to convince others, just start what you want to do right now, and then the right people will come along once you're on your journey. Because I think there's this thing when you're young where you're trying to work with friends, you're trying to start businesses with friends, and eventually I got lucky and found Milan. But to be honest with you, I think early... Actually, even in this incident, I I started first on my own, and then Milan came on later. So I would say you just need to go on your own, like you're on this journey alone, you have to accept that. It's very lonely. Just go for it. And it's on you to make the right choices. Now, once you've internalized, like, okay, looking around when I'm in school, most of these people are naysayers. They might talk that they want to do it, but they won't actually do it. They're going to follow the track path. And that's very liberating because now you're like, okay, I'm on my own doing this. Two, realize that, you know, you're actually going to have to take different actions. So you need to build up the confidence that, if you do these different things and you do it them right, you're going to get what you want. And then those things to do, we're basically explaining now. So one, it starts with the routine, right? What, you got to take care of your health. How do you do it? Tim basically explained it. Good habit of sleep, 
what's going to fuck up your sleep habit is what? Probably like social media addiction, video games, all yeah, this you stuff. You can't be you know? scrolling on TikTok and then next thing you know, you're supposed to be in bed by 10 and now it's 1 a.m. Yeah, don't do that shit. Yeah. Just fucking delete it off your phone, right? 100%. It's like delete the stuff because you can easily wake up seven years later and you still have that bad habit of fucking being on TikTok all the time, right? Yeah. I mean, this is probably going to be on TikTok and it's fine to watch a little bit of it, but don't be a, don't be a fucking drug addict with yeah. this stuff. Yeah, limit your time 30 minutes a day on TikTok max, not two to three hours. Some people even five, six hours on their yeah. phone. Honestly, if you're just getting started, you should probably not be scrolling. And look, there's a big difference between having a consumer mindset and a creator mindset with this stuff, right? There's a big difference between someone who creates content and someone who doesn't post and consumes all day. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you don't want to be consuming this stuff all day. Exactly. It's you different know? when you're creating it. And I'm saying this, but when I was a teenager, I struggled with this shit too. Like, I loved Facebook. I loved social media. I loved scrolling on it's, Instagram. It's okay when you're in high school and junior high, you're just on your phone. Like, you don't really have any, like... I disagree, bro, because I think that at that age is when you're forming these habits. And if you form this habit of addiction to social media at a young age, it's harder to kick off later on. Yeah, but then, you know, it's very tough to just even be in touch with your school friends and That's stuff. That's true. So it's, it's, it's a balance, right? It's, I mean, at least for me, I'm, I'm not addicted now, but I just know like we've had, you have, we had periods. There's we've had, we've periods. had periods of where, where, we've, <laughs> where we've overused it. But so you were talking earlier about what was it? The frameworks for, uh, you went to basically what now you should think about for cutting your peers and the frameworks for life. Right. So we talked about routine. You shared yours. I shared mine. I think the big thing after that as well is my, my big thing when you're first starting out is you need to have self delusion too, because when you're think about it, if you want to be that's a really good one. Yeah. Right. If you want to be the 1%, you're, if you're in a room of a hundred people, 99% of people are going to be doing the exact same things. And you have to convince and believe that, that what you're doing is going to be end up bettering off than what 99% of people in that room. It's are true. Going to be doing. Early on, and this is interesting too, is early on, you have to have delusional self-belief. And I would argue that it's not delusional because the way things work out is you actually, that's kind of how life is, is you come up with a vision and you work towards achieving it. Um, but in the beginning, you need to be like, if my, if the version of me that started Parker, like walked into the room and told us that they would, they were to do what I'm doing now, we'd look at the guy and be like, you're fucking nuts. Like, there's no way, you yeah. know, like, how are you going to do this? But I figured it out. And I think that like you're saying, having that delusional self-belief that you can create, it's basically believing that you have the power within you to create a reality that is completely different from the one you're in right now. Yeah. And the tricky thing when you're young as well is when you're young, the younger you are, the more easily influenced you are yes. by other people's opinions. And so that's extremely important to know early on because, and sometimes, honestly, maybe the trick is just don't tell people what you're doing because then you won't be influenced by all these naysayers that we, like what you're talking about telling you 
oh, this is why it's not, it's going to fail. This is why it's not going to work out. Yes. Just go do it. Don't even tell anyone because like you're going to get the same answer 99% of the time, which is it's not going to work it's out. It's not going to work People out. People are going to talk shit behind your back. It's risky. 99% 100%. of ideas, businesses fail. Yes. Like those are just basically self-limiting beliefs that people have. Yeah. That's all it is. 100%. And right? I think it's, it's, thank God I was, was stubborn because, you know, I, I it took me three or four companies before Stock Navigator, before this one took off. And even then, every single time it was, oh, here's why this idea isn't good. Here's why it's this. But it's like, yeah, the yeah. people who are telling you why you can't do something are the same people where you don't want to be in their that you position. You don't want to be, yeah. You don't want to so be. So don't take advice. If someone's someone you don't want to be, like if you wouldn't trade lives with them, don't take their advice. Don't take their advice. Don't take, like if you look at your friends, even if you guys are 20, if you're like, bro, I don't want to be him, like I wouldn't trade lives with him, then don't take his advice. Don't take it. You know, if he doesn't have the money you want, the lifestyle you want, just don't take his advice, right? Like- it's literally that simple. Yeah. So, man, that's why I think that from 18 to 25, like those are the, the defining years, even, even in high school, just even from your, when you're 13 to 18 also, right? These are your defining years of your childhood. And the most toxic thing that can happen to you is when 99% of people share their limiting beliefs, share their self-doubt, and throw their worldview onto you and convince you that you can't do something. Yes, exactly. Or convince you that what you want is impossible to get. What you want is only for a certain kind of person. And I think what's, what's interesting is I think about the idea of, okay, so we were talking about how old people have these regrets, right? And I think that in the times in my life where I've realized where I've had a regret around you know, an accomplishment or something that could have gone differently. Usually it's around the realization that that whole time, the, 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 it was just because of a, a self-limiting belief, right? Like when people say, I wish I had lived my life for myself, what they mean by that is more like, yeah, in hindsight, like hindsight being 2020, I was just being brainwashed into, th I was just like brainwashing myself into thinking all these things couldn't be done or like that I had to do X, I had to do Y, but I actually didn't, you know? Yep. That I think that's like the realization that people have. Because the times I've had regrets, you know, that's basically what I was realizing. I was like, oh, what the fuck? This thing I wanted was actually, that was pretty straightforward to get. I just had to do X, Y, Z, you know? <laughs> all right, so let's talk about College versus no college. And I think no college. Yeah. <laughs> you and I both have uh, very similar beliefs on this, but yeah, man, when Yasin and I look at these young kids who are 20, Dude, 21, like, 22, who are making like a hundred to 200K a month profit, and I think about it and I'm like, how is that possible? Everything comes back to no college, right? Because you spend four years of your life, basically, <laughs> basically like in school, like I'm 27 now, but I started this it's company. It's also so bad for your sense of self and identity because you keep reaffirming and associating your identity with grades yeah. and what the system thinks of you. 
It's like, dude, when we look at the guys who who got the results younger, the co- even Milan, right? So Milan's 23 years old, um, running a nine-figure business, right? Like, that's actually fucking insane. Yeah. And he just didn't do the college thing. College and, like, I'm thinking about it for me now. I started my company four years ago, right? Yeah. And so... We can say the PC shit of, oh, yeah, if you want to be a doctor, you want to be a lawyer, then college makes sense. Yes, or you need some professional degree. Ha- if you're having a good time. But the reality is, if it's, it's fucking... Tw- it, 2023, if you still think you need a college degree to get what you want out of life, you're actually the delusional one. 100%. <laughs> like, you're I'm, actually, I'm for sure you're not the one my- who's delusional. 100%. I'm not, I'm for sure not sending my kids to college. Like you and I might have to create some yes. school. And there's a difference between being educated and being college educating. Having said that, like, I, like you do need good writing skills, reading skills, yes. math competency. Like I see it when I hire people like, like, dude, like you need you to know how to fucking write well, you, <laughs> you know, you can't write a paragraph. Yeah. It's like, you need to have those basic skills that's very important that's not what we're saying but we're saying that the idea that you need to be following these courses all day at that age is do you you know i have a i have a hypothesis i have like this idea that college makes more sense in your 50s and 60s like because it's like if you think about the activity of it where you're just sitting down and you're reading books all day and you're learning about some esoteric subjects going to class that actually sounds enjoyable when i'll be at, at another stage in life Exactly. Not when you're 18. <laughs> Not when you're 18 in your prime, prime like years use, to, yeah. to like build a business. Of energy where yeah. you should be like going to the gym, go, go, like going out with friends, building your business, building your income. Exactly. So that's funny. That's, that's a new tagline. Yeah. Maybe that, colleges would stick around, but people would go to them in like their later years to study philosophy or something. The, the one thing I don't regret from going to college is either the one thing I don't regret from going to college would be like the memories, right? Like the fun social life partying. My memory is the library from college. Exactly. Like all you <laughs> did was study. Yeah. But at the time, so at the time my idea was I was going to, I wanted to work on hard tech problems. So I thought, Oh, I would go in and I would work on aging research, you know, like how do we cure aging? I wanted to work on, like humanity's hardest problems. That was like my nerd mindset at the time, like my academic mindset. So I was like, I want to work on aging research or I want to help build quantum computers or I want to work on AI and like I'm going to study and just go ham on studying these subjects and then do a PhD and then start something. And then, yeah, I discovered e-com when I was 20 and then <laughs> just... <laughs> and then the rest is history. <laughs> the rest is, <laughs> the rest is rest history. Is history. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. College. Okay, so something else we can talk about would be the five people you surround yourself with. Like, but dude, let's let's go back to college for college, a second. Okay. Like, the debt people get into. Like, I have no, I did, I didn't have debts from the time I was there, but the debt levels people get into while they're there is insane. For what to like? For what to make like a forty k a job, forty k a year job out of college. It's crazy. And it's like, you don't, it's not like you learned in college those skills to get that 40 or 50K of your job after college. It's you don't. You don't. <laughs> you don't you're learning like, <laughs> dude, my 
my general education classes, I was taking like, uh, like astrology and like <laughs> random. <laughs> school UCLA, UCLA. Astro- bro, astronomy you mean astrology course bro they had random stuff man I was I don't know what I was learning like I didn't go to class I would show up I kid you not the only things that I knew for my classes was one was the midterm one was the final and I would wake up the morning of the midterm well, I would pull an all-nighter first and then I would know when my what time class started to take the test and as I'm like getting ready, I'm trying to figure out like what building this this class is in because I wouldn't go to class just so I can go take the midterm <laughs> like with zero sleep and then go back. I so. wasn't like that. I was I was basically waking up every day straight to the library, 15 hours a day, physics problems, computer science problems, math See. problems, philosophy. I was like, I'm going to fucking I'm going to change the world. I'm going to yeah. I'm going to build a quantum computer or something. That's so funny. Yeah, which w- which isn't good. Like, I don't recommend doing it that way. Like, I don't rec- – you need – like, creating this life of balance is super key. Like, we, we talk about this all the time, right? It's like the idea is not to build a successful business. The idea is not to have a successful dating life or all this stuff. When we're talking about this, what we're really striving for is how do we actually – have a successful life like how do we build the best life for ourselves and what are the components of the good life so you know diet health exercising these are all components of the good life and the earlier you can start building the right habits to get access to that good life the better it is and we actually have we've the the reason we value that so much rather than just being like say hyper focused i mean we are hyper focused on business but only valuing like business success is because we've both seen time and time again guys get into their like 40s where all they were doing all day was business and they're they're basically they've like lost all social skills they're like 100 borderline guess, guess where you know? they end up at at the cl- same at the club, clubs at same, the same club. clubs in miami <laughs> same clubs in miami because they, they same places they didn't focus on women and they, now yeah. they and wake now up they have all this money but you don't actually need that much money. <laughs> <laughs> you realize you don't actually need that much money, right? Yeah. And now they're in these clubs. They're in these trying clubs. Trying to find a woman. And it's, it's a crazy toxic cycle. Yeah, it's crazy. Because they're like, fuck, I missed out. And it's never too late. But now it's like, fuck, man. It's like, maybe if they got to their 40s and they had developed those skills by then, it wouldn't be weird. But because it's like 25 years of business focus you know, and making money and not having any social life and then you go out, then yeah, you're fucking, you're fucking weird. Yeah. When you're out, you're weird to like doing the social life stuff, right? 100%. So that's why we talk about the balance because yeah, I mean, the regret minimization I think is basically creating that life of balance. In the beginning, you'll definitely have times and moments where you have to go more hardcore in one area to really get your goals, but the goal is always to become this like, balanced renaissance men because most people you have to understand most people are not like elon musk where they want to be working 100 hours yes like glass to like change humanity but it's almost when you become an entrepreneur and you're around other entrepreneurs right that's what's that's what's rewarded this hustle culture of like grind continue grind working and don't get me wrong you should work hard but you also need to make sure you design your dream lifestyle that you want as well and lo and behold, 
woman and relationships are a big part of that. Same with your health. And if you neglect that, you're going to wake up 20 years down the line and be like, man, I, I chase everything for money at what cost? At what cost? Yeah. I think the key, the key is that there's multiple areas of your life that you have to work hard on. So I think a lot of men that we know have the wrong belief that if I solve the money, then everything else will come after. And that's just not reality. You have to really think of these different life verticals as being independent from one another, right? It's like um, business is a skill. Social life is a skill. Dating is a skill. Health is a skill. They're all like fucking RuneScape, okay? It's like literally- We're playing a video game. Life is a video game. Or the guys are like, yeah, it's like think about it like a video game. You have these different skill sets and there's some correlation, right? There's like meta skills, like discipline, things like that, that, you know, you can bring to all of them, but ultimately they exist in their own silo and you need to know how to navigate them effectively as a man. Otherwise- Good luck. Like yes. you're going to, you're going to suffer. And the thing with the stuff is it takes time. It yes. takes time yes. to figure out your health, yes. your diet, yes. what works for your body. It takes time to get good and getting in shape. It takes time to build a business and make money. It takes time to get good with women and dating and relationships and finding out who you are and your purpose. And you don't spend time on this. And I, and I believe there's ways to structure it, right? Like one of the best times for you to get into health and in shape and learning all that stuff is years when, old, you're, when you're in high school, literally, right? That's the best That's time. That's the best time because then you have that routine, then boom, 18 plus, here's what you focus on now, money. Money, yeah. Right? Because then now you solve that, boom, you focus on women and relationships. And now you're at the age where women actually want to take you seriously. Um, and so if you spend, and I, I want to say it takes about four to five years to just get your money right. And, and you can probably do it so sooner. You can build a good income in six to 12 months. But if you really want to live large, yeah, it'll take you some time. Yeah. It'll like like four time. years, yeah, I'd say. Four, I think four or five years you can build. Correct. And so then well. you can focus on women and spend a few years going on dates, right? Working on your game, learning how to talk to women, meeting yeah. more women. Having said that, I think, so you have a bit of a different background than I do. But I think that where people will fuck this shit up is their mental health is fucked up. Like their mental health is so fucked up that even if they try to start on these things, they're not, yeah, they're not going to be able to, to undertake it. Yeah. Because they're just in a very, very bad place mentally. They're dealing with depression, with hardcore anxiety, with all these things. And these are things, you know, I had to work on myself because I would, you realize like, whoa. Your mental state, you're basically like your inner state is controlling your ability to create all of these things. And so if your inner state is fucked up, it's going to be a lot more challenging for you to get your physical health, right? To get though physical and mental go hand in hand, but it's going to be much harder for you to sit down and focus to build your business. If you're sitting down and you're trying to focus on building a, biz on a business, but you're ruminating on negative thoughts constantly... How the fuck are you going to do it? It's not going to work, can. right? You, can. you need a clear, you need a pretty clear level he headed mind to be able to do this. 100%. All right. Well, I think we'll stop there or else you and I can go on for the next six hours. But frameworks for life, what we wish we knew when we were younger, college versus no college, how to think of time and what you should focus on. So those are the topics we covered. 
There's more. There's more. More blueprints. There's, to get yeah. Out. There's definitely. There's a lot. We 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 gave some nuggets. We scratched the surface. We scratched the surface. Though. We scratched this is... the surface. All right. Well, thanks so much for coming on this podcast, and hopefully, you guys got some value. Thanks, Tim.